everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. everybody it's Kat and I want to welcome you to this is the final episode of season four for us I am joined today by my co-host Matt hey Matt hey Kat hey everyone how are you well this is it town yeah yeah it's been a long run this time uh... it is our our longest um season right yeah, for sure. I think it was something like 26, 27 episodes, maybe 30. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think this is like, I don't know, 61, 62. I don't even know how many episodes we've done all together, but uh, this has definitely be, been a season. Yeah, this will be 62. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, it's a special episode uh, because it ends you know, the season, um, but also with an ending, there's new beginnings. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And our guest today, um, he has a pretty terrific new beginning because he has a new album coming out in January of uh, 2022. That's right. And uh, this this uh, episode is going to air, what, two weeks before Christmas? Yeah, I think so. So uh, it'll be just in time to, you know, let everybody get introduced to his new uh, his new music that they have to look forward to and they can uh, pre-order or... Uh, yeah, and they can look him up on... Uh, did he? I don't I remember. Was he on YouTube or whatever? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got a website. Um, All right. And yeah. we'll, we'll give everybody, you know, that information, but... Um, you know, he's on all social media platforms, and you can go to his website. And, you know, probably, like, everybody knows after Christmas that you get some gifts you don't want or like. And <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, you just take it back and you get his uh, album. That's yeah, there you go. There you go. That's yeah. a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I, I think that we should take a minute and, you know, uh, uh say Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, Happy Holidays. Uh, to I some, yes. <laughs> well, you know, the holidays, they can be difficult, and, and we have an episode about that. So, uh, you know, I think, I think we have some good episodes for people, you know, to go back if maybe they missed out the first time around or... I know, I listen to that anxiety episode uh, from time <laughs> to time, <laughs> because it can, you know, it yeah. can get you through, like, these, uh, yeah, these stressful uh, couple of weeks that we have left before right. the new year begins. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was a good episode. Um, you know, I wish we could have, uh, uh, I, I forget what the, what the issue was with that. We had a technical issue and uh 
I wish we could have added more to that one, but we weren't able to do that. So uh, maybe in the new year we'll be able to, you know, continue that conversation. Yeah, I, I look forward to the new year, and I especially want to thank the listeners. I mean, we picked up a lot of new listeners in this season, and uh, I want to thank everyone that's listened and referred other people to listen. You know, we're growing and going to other countries. And uh, yes, we were in uh, Serbia not too long exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> whoever, you know, whoever like tuned us into Serbia, that's. Um, you know, there's more countries out there. So right, like, right. And there is one in, every once in a while I'll see like an odd one on the list. Like, you know, Sweden or Serbia was by far the oddest one, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't really know anyone in Serbia, but. No, I don't either. Uh, we welcome, you know, listeners everywhere. Yeah. And our, our guest today is um, going to probably get us some listeners on the West Coast. So, um. That's true. I think we should, you know, say we'll see everybody in the new year and uh, let's uh, get started on this exciting backstory we have today. All right. That sounds good. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, whatever else you want to say. You know, and thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate it. And another old Lang Syne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the episode. <laughs> we are joined today by our guest, Buck Ford. Buck, welcome to Backstory Sessions. We are so happy to have you today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Well, you know, this is a big, big day for you um, because you have a new album coming out in January. Um, but that is, um, you're having kind of a early release for your hometown tonight. Is that correct? It is. Yeah, I've been, uh, it's been a crazy couple weeks uh, just uh, getting everything lined up. Uh, I got a great, um, great group opening for us tonight and uh, just getting all the, VIPs and and just tables set up for the folks that want to have a certain experience at the show, and then there's general admission. So it's just been a crazy, uh, crazy week, um, few weeks actually, as it we booked it a long time ago. But it's been crazy getting things lined up, and uh, yeah, it's an early release. Uh, just something that uh, I thought about doing. I I wanted to release the record a month ago, um, but. Just I mean, you know, folks that working with me and, and, and talking me into waiting and and uh, getting some singles out, which I did, and uh, those have been doing really good for me. And uh, but I did want to do something for my hometown, so we, we planned this show. It's at our hometown theater. Um, it's a place that's you know we we played a bunch of times. It's been a couple of years since we played there, um, but it's it's awesome. We've been I run around our early this morning trying to get everything situated. I uh, got the bus parked behind the behind the theater now just kind of got a couple of my guys there kind of presetting things up for the night and merchandise being you know all rolled out and getting ready for the night so it's i'm excited just uh trying to hope that i get a little nap before the show tonight but uh <laughs> it's uh we're excited we you know it's gonna be a hometown crowd i'm probably gonna know 99.9 percent of the people in the building so uh it, it's always fun playing in backville and, and um yeah, I'm really looking forward to tonight. So me and my boys are ready to put on a show. Oh, so for our listeners, where is hometown? 
It's uh, Vacaville, California. Okay, and so you grew up there. Um, that's where you you started in music. Yeah, I started here, and uh, I've lived here. Um, thirty-two. I lived here thirty-two years. Uh, you know, except the fact I moved to Nashville for a couple of years, so I got to take two years out of that. But um, you know, I, I this is my hometown. I've all wherever I've went to stay for a while i always ended up coming back to this town so uh <laughs> there's definitely something here in the water that's uh keeping me around obviously family's probably the biggest part of that but and friends and, and just just knowing this and being from this community is what, what i'm all about and uh probably end up settling down here the rest of my life so um when you're not on the road <laughs> it, it's <laughs> when not, yeah it, it's yeah <laughs> I try to be here I can, but uh, you know, uh, thankfully we're, we're we're busy and we get to tour and, and do that, and uh, so yeah, we do spend a lot of time out of town. So it, it, it's a good thing, and and uh, you know we're glad to go and do shows, but we're also glad to come back home and uh, be where you know we're from. Yeah. So, so what was the country music? Um... Uh, what was the scene like there in your hometown? It was that the primary music everyone was listening to growing up, or um, um, did you have a mixture of musical experiences? It, it's a pretty mixed, a mixed uh, town as far as music. I, you know, it's it's not uh, back in those. It, it, I I say it's a good old country town. I mean, it's a big town, but it still has that small town. It's an old. Uh, farming town i mean it's uh, all orchards and you know beautiful uh, beautiful scenery if you ever come here it's, it's gorgeous in the hills foothills and it's just it backs up to napa valley and it just kind of has that uh that something about it it's really unique and uh, you know it, it's a farm town and it's definitely a growing like crazy but it still has that country feel definitely a mixed uh music scene here there's a lot of uh, you know papa roach which is a big uh, rock rock group from late 90s into 2000s uh they're from back in the there's there's a ton of people that are wow cool couple big you know so they come to town it's huge it's a big deal uh so definitely a, a rock town but also you know there's a lot of country folk you know that, that are here and and always supported me and you know because you know there's a lot of country in this town um you know i uh old farm town hill john parties from down the street in Dixon, so, um, which is about nine miles from Vacaville. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of country around these parts, and uh, a lot of folks that support that. So, it's uh, you, you can you can bet it's going to be a fun, basically a honky tonk tonight in that downtown hmm. theater. So, it's uh, that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, did you come from a musical family? Did you grow up with people playing instruments, singing, or are you the only one? How did that all work out? Um, my dad, he, he didn't do it professionally, but he always had guitar. I mean, he's always played guitar. He always sang. Um, you know, he played in bands when he was younger, but second to him I, i'm the only person in our family that's ever done anything with music everyone else is you know in the sports and in really athletic family and, and uh you know did the motocross thing and all my nephews and nieces they're all you know playing sports and they're, they're all 
keeping the motocross life going because that was a big part of our life was motocross and that's what we did I, ra- I raced professional motocross until i was 20 and that's when i changed over to be a singer and and get on with my life and here i am now 12 years later so um but no as far as i'm the only person that uh is, is gotten into the music world my family's not real musical they've always been there to support me and you know couldn't really do much without them always been there for me but uh, my dad uh basically managed and 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 still to this day is a big part of my music and uh helps me in, in all kinds of aspects uh you know booking and, and management and you know consulting i always go to him what about this what should i do here you like this you know so it's it, my dad's basically you know always been there he's still here and uh you know working working with me every day on stuff i'm, so. I'm uh i'm curious um, what uh what caused the switch from motocross to music i mean was music like something you were doing on the side or did you just wake up one day and say you know what i think i want to record well it, it, it music was something that i was doing already <laughs> you know i raced motocross for 12 years from right. when i was a kid old till I was 20. Um, I was professional from uh, 16 till I was 20, so four years of professional racing uh, at that. And, you know, it's a great sport, and it taught me so much. Um, at that time, I, I was playing guitar. I was, I was known as a kid with the guitar in the pits, just mm-hmm. in his trailer, you know, playing country songs. And it wasn't – it's always been the music that I play. It's, it's never – I've always been the outsider. You know, I raced motocross basically all my life. And I was always a kid that was blasting country music in his trailer, which is really, yeah. you don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> style, but I was always the outsider in that way. And, you know, and that, that music was basically the only thing that, that I knew. That's what my dad listened to. That's what my mom, you know, played. And then uh, we're all we grew up in the country. We had horses and, and, and cows. And, and, you know, that's what all we listened to, George right. Strait and Merle. And, and that's the only stuff that I basically knew. And that's the only music that I knew how to play and knew I really wanted to play. So I was kind of that outsider, you know. Yeah, I was riding motocross. That was my profession at the time. But, you know, I, I did love this stuff. I'd always loved music. And, you know, right around 13, 14, I picked up a guitar and just kind of learned some stuff. And for my dad, my dad was right. excited because, you know, he, he played guitar and sang and stuff. And he always liked that about what we were doing you were at travel the world you know riding motocross but i always had a guitar in there so on our downtime we'd jam and, and do stuff and had my buddies come over and you know after the races and we'd all mess around around a campfire i got a guitar out so it's something that just kind of fell into place nothing uh, i never would have thought i would be doing it and when i put motocross down uh for a, a you know a multiple bunch of reasons um uh, but uh you know, I wasn't planning on saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go be be, be a singer." It just it was one of those things. It was like, "Hey, I need to move on with my life." Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go to work, and that's what I did. I'm in construction, and and, but I also, hey, I can put together a band, and that's what I did. And you know, three months later, I was on in the honky tonks playing with a full wow. band. You know, three months after putting my motocross from riding motocross every day to going to work and putting together a band and here I am <laughs> 12 years later still doing this stuff and uh, feel very fortunate that, that, that it happened that way but 
it was nothing planned. It was nothing. It just kind of fell into place. And, uh, that's cool. You know, I don't think that I'm going anywhere, any, anywhere soon. Uh, I enjoy playing music and, you know, me enjoy making records and, you know, five, five records later, I'm still, still working on another one. So it's, uh, it's something that just fell into place and just very busted. You know, people want to come out to the shows and hear what we do. So, so how did you go about putting the band together? Uh, Were these people that you had played with before or how did that work? Um, it it was really interesting. Uh, I, I, I used to go to jam sessions and there was a place down in central California called, uh, Layton, it was a Lions Club, and they did a jam every Friday night. Um, you know, and it was older folks, and, and there's guys that, you know, that had been around and played with guys in their day. And so I, I, we'd go in there and put our name in and go sing our, you know, two or three songs. And, uh, you know, that was it for the night, but that's also where you make connections. And when that was my first gig was the Layton Rodeo is they picked from the jam session who they wanted to be the singer, you know, to did the show and I, they picked me and I, I didn't have a band at the time. So I reached <laughs> out to everybody and we did a little audition, my first gig and, you know, I put together a, 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 a good little group and, until this day, I'll never forget that. And, uh, met some really cool people that, you know, had still helped me out. And, uh, and then after that, when I was started booking bars and, and honky tonks and stuff like that, you know, there was guys that were helping me out. Let's say they weren't working, and singers, uh, a lot of good, good guys that we'd be like, "Hey, man, I'd call and be like, hey, I don't really have a band. I was wondering if you guys are working tonight. Maybe you guys can double with me. You you can come, but I just I just want to use the band and and you do your thing. And it worked out. I met a lot of cool guys uh, that had let me use their band for a while, and and uh, it, it's really crazy. Went on Craigslist, found players that way. Went to Western Swing Society in Sacramento, California, and found players there. I got a fiddle player that's still playing with me still to this day, 12 years later, that I met at the Western Swing Society. Um, you know, and, and I have players that have been with me for, he's been with me for about 11 years. I have players that have been with me nine, seven, couple seven years. And, you know, I have guys that have been with me for a long time. But it's always been crazy. Music business is always changing and it's always you know i have guys that you know i i probably had a hundred band members <laughs> work for me in years. um so and that's an guesstimate probably a lot more than that but um it's a wild ride but a mixture craigslist facebook social media yeah. you know it's uh We've made it happen that way. So, and that's probably a pretty common story for a lot of them out there. So you ended you ended up out in Nashville for a time. Uh, What was that like for you? Uh, Nashville was great. I, uh, you know, I had already been kind of established. I, you know, did some tours um, in a van and trailer with my California band, and went on three month tours and kind of did all that and had a great um base fan base in california mm. and built up six years into it then i moved to nashville um for about two years uh nashville is great i i met just so many just awesome people um i valeted cars for two years wow. in nashville 
for a company called Google Parking, <laughs> and we did. We we valeted the Ryman, we valeted Hard Rock. I mean, just a ton of places in town. And just that itself was, I met so many cool people right. that way. Songwriters and producers and, and guys that, you know, sometimes I'd be recognized. Like, dude, what are you doing working here? I'm like, dude, I got to make, make some money. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, hit me later. I got a gig and, you know, just <laughs> random stuff. And I met, you know, some really good songwriters. Uh, um, I remember meeting Carson Chamberlain, mm-hmm. um, a big songwriter in town and producer. And, and hell, I, I have, I, I send a cut release a couple of his songs on my records because he's one of my favorite writers and and just a guy that's i can talk to and i can always call and and he's always been there and i met him because i parked his his suv one night going into the ryman <laughs> with his family <laughs> that's, <laughs> um, that's a cool back right you know i played lower lower broadway i played them all uh tootsies uh stage uh the wheel back then legend yeah. i played them all um had a great time. Had a great band there. Um, still, till this day, good friends of mine. We're still playing in town with great artists, and uh, we, we, every time I come into town, I, I catch up with them all and either sit in with the band or, or either sit down and write some songs or just you know get together and have a drink or something. And uh, so Nashville's great, and I, I go there to do the business side. I go there to record all my records. Um, it's just a great accidental town. You can be anywhere and right. meet somebody. You know, everybody I've met in town has, has been like an accident. And, you know, I met my producer on an accident because, you know, my guitar player was James Mitchell, which is a, one of the top session players mm-hmm. in town. And he was gigging with me. And then James was like, hey, that's Greg Cole. He produces this so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm like, oh, okay. I want to introduce me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to introduce you. Let's go on break. And sure enough, he's produced the last three records of mine, you know, based on just right. an accidental him coming in and in and play drums for a couple songs, you know, and something, you know, it's just uh, it's a great town. And that, that's the opportunity you can have just being in that town for a short amount of time and putting your time there and utilizing it. So it's, uh, I still go there to do what I need to do. Um, granted, I still call California home yeah. based for now. So, um, songwriting, uh, I understand that on this album that you have coming out that, um, you did write some of the songs. I did. Mm-hmm. How, how, when did songwriting begin for you? What, um, what sparked that? Uh, I started pretty early. I, I started writing songs at least a few months into, you know, changing over from motocross and figuring out that when you're if you want to do something, you got to at least write your own music and eventually make records and you can't just sing covers in a bar the rest of your life, you know? So, you know, I jumped on that pretty quick. Granted, it, it, it took me a while to write songs that I liked and uh, just like, you know, everybody goes through that, but, you know, I'm still working on it. Uh, there's still, I, I write with guys in town, Nashville that are just wizards, you know, with, with, with words and it's just unbelievable. And I, I just got so much to learn in that world uh granted i've been super happy with so many songs that i've written and and uh and so yeah i mean on this record i wrote eight songs nine songs on this record wow Co- uh, so, but, so which is your favorite my favorite song uh that is heart that's gonna break is my favorite <laughs> song on the record and it's my late it's my second single that i put out um, and that one's available now. 
Uh, I wrote that with Carson Chamberlain. It was one of the songs that I was just, I basically just wrote it about my early days as a, you know, musician out there touring and, and, and cowboying and, and just living that life. And, and I, I tend to go that way with my writing. It's, it's kind of look back at the younger crazy days and it, it kind of, you know, adds more excitement thinking about those older days. And, you know, I, I'm married and got kids now and just super happy. And, and, and uh, I'm trying to be a better writer to write about that kind of stuff that, that I can really feel comfortable putting it out there. I've, I've written songs, you know, as a more mature um, lifestyle, but I'm just not comfortable or not, I'm not saying comfortable, but just, I don't feel like it's strong enough to, you know, put out yet. Um, you know, I have, when I pick songs, like I get songs emailed me, emailed to me from friends in town, Nashville that are, you know, by the hundreds. I, I, this last record, I had 300 and something songs sent to me being pitched, trying to get cut. And there's, there's, there's so many good ones, you know, and I, and I, if it's a good song, no matter if I wrote it or not, I want to cut it. I'm not right. that way. If a song, there's songs that there's 15, 20 songs that I've written that I'm never going to cut because they're just not, <laughs> they're just not, I'm not going to, you know, they're just not it up the caliber, but I'll keep them. You know, I might use something off them. I might use something for another song or I might, you know, it might come back to me later. I might like the song. So I never really get rid of them. Um, but I do have a catalog of songs that have been pitched to me from just some of the best in town. Um, you know, and one cool thing about like my style of music is no one's really cutting those kind of songs. And so I kind of had all that. I can all those kind of songs I want to cut. I can grab. I know no one's really putting those on hold because, you know, they're either with a label and, you know, they can only cut this style and they can only, you know, my stuff's pretty independent, traditional and, and, I cut what I want to cut. So it's, uh, you know, guys like Carson Chamberlain and, you know, Phil O'Donnell and, you know, those great guys that have been around since the eighties and nineties, writing Country songs, uh, you know, they have so many great songs that are just aren't going to get cut, you know, but a guy like me will cut them because I'm still cutting stuff in that genre, you know, that, that has that traditional right. feel. And, and, uh, so it, you know, my favorite song on this record is Heart's Gonna Break. And I wrote that, and then I, I pitched it over to Carson Chamberlain because I, I need a little help on it. So he jumped on it and, and added some cool stuff to it. And I was like, man, I love it. So that's actually the first song me and Carson have ever written together. So um, super, super happy to write a song with one of my favorite songwriters, you know. Well, I'm glad that you, you point that one out because I did listen to that one. Um, and I, I really liked the irony that was in it. Um, and so since you say you kind of based it on, you know, experiences you had when you were younger, uh, you know, I'm curious, like, how does it turn out? Because, um, you know, you it seems like that he's going into it thinking, he's going to break her heart because, you know, he's just like, um, you know, just in it for the fun, whatever. And then, you know, kind of the twist is um, she's going into it for the same kind of reason. And his heart's going to be broken. Like from, so it's kind of like from, it's almost like a duet of sorts and the perspectives that they have been, been a duet. You're right. Uh, You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, every, every of those, you know, you think about those rodeo and I still got, still got buddies out chasing the rodeo scene and, and, you know, just typical cowboys are cocky and like they're, 
they're not ready. They're not going to settle down. Never going to settle down in their mind. Um, and you know, but <laughs> we get it eventually. And I got it when I was, you know, I was that guy, just lead singer out country band playing rodeos and fairs and just partying with my band and you know and that's just our lifestyle that's the way we were and you know and i met a girl that was you know um that i had fell in love with but she was she was the one that ended up playing <laughs> me so you know it, you always find yeah i mean i i that's i thought it was great and then i so i really glad that there's like a backstory to it because um you know if nothing else now you can look back and say you know i got a really good song out of it and i think a lot of people will end up relating to this um right it's quite interesting i thought it was very well done you know that that meets that one girl that gets him the taste of his own medicine and you know (laughs) that happens to to all of them eventually you know um whether they're they're or let's say they they were they were smart enough to capitalize on or see that they were falling for somebody and they just uh, they let one slip away and eventually you know that heart's gonna break or you're always gonna be thinking about that one you know um, and that kind of goes to that one as well you can change that plot real real simple and and easy on that so and then you'll have another <laughs> song right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So yep. that's the great thing about, I think, songwriting is, and, you know, uh, writing from experiences that as you change or experiences change, you can always have another song. So uh, I suspect you're going to have lots of, um, you know, as, as you move forward into new experiences, now that you say, you know, that you're, you're married and you have a, you know, a, an older, more adult um life experience um that that you're starting to write about i can't wait to see how those songs go in the future as well yeah absolutely and you know i'm just working with guys like carson chamberlain and and guys that you know have stepped in and jumped in on songs and have yeah i learned so much from those guys and uh you know and that's one that's a goal of mine to be a better mature writer um you know and I've had so much help from great writers in town. And like I said, it's all being in Nashville and accidentally meeting people. It's, it's, it's been a great, um, a great thing. My music, even though I don't live there anymore, uh, I owe a lot to that time I lived there. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. It's uh, Nashville's a great town and, and, uh, I love, I love where I'm from, but I, I do go there when I need to and, and to, uh, get some stuff done. So it's, uh, it's a very, very, my second home for sure so you so. have go, well, well go ahead cat i was just gonna say we'll definitely be sharing the links to um your album and um your your um singles that have been released so far so um you know where um would people that want to listen um how can they get in touch with you or follow you know follow your career what's the best social media for you um best social media for me is uh instagram uh instagram twitter um i also have the tiktok and the facebook um i have all those uh buckboard.com you can find anything you need to know about me on my website uh tour dates um songs merchandise everything's there um 
So, I mean, that's just a simple way to find everything you need to know. There's links to all my social media on my website. So, buckboard.com, you can get to any platform you need from there. Um, so you got the album coming out. What's, uh, you're going to tour for that or what's the plan? Yeah, I got a few things brewing. Um, I know springtime, I got a bunch of stuff in California. I'm doing a lot of rodeos and, and, uh, you know, we'll be going to the Northwest. We do a lot of Colorado, Idaho, Montana things during the summer. And, you know, there's a lot of ton of rodeos up there we do. And, and, uh, yeah, we're definitely doing a, a bunch. I got my agent that's pushing a bunch of things for me. And, uh, you know, it's Christmas time. We're all kind of just enjoying our time home. But still, we're still, we got a busy, busy December as well. We're playing, you know, some a rodeo for New Year's and Red Bluff Roundup. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're, we're hanging in there, but we're trying to stay as local as we can for, for Christmas time, holidays. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're ready to roll so we're getting a little break january we're gonna take a couple weeks off and uh you know be at home maybe do some duck hunting (laughs) and uh get back get back out on the road and and start playing so uh yeah we got some big plans for this record and uh and working with some great folks so it's so we're very very happy how it's doing so far and uh we can't wait for everyone to hear the the whole are you planning the next one already or has that not started yet you know what? I I have some stuff brewing. I'm gonna be in Nashville uh, uh-huh. February for some stuff. I have some. Uh, I might step in to do a couple demos for my next record uh, with my producer uh, during that time. So yeah, I'm I'm already quick to to work on my ne- my next one. So it's uh, I got some stuff brewing. Have you, you uh, been approached about being on any of the larger tours? Like I know you toured with John Party and. Uh couple others anything like that coming up um pretty uh i i i work with everyone that comes around town i i lucky enough i and then when we go on our tours we, we jump in and wherever we're in the area and there's yeah. someone else in the area like you know aaron watson we usually jump in with them and, and do something and uh uh you know we're, we're trying to do we're trying to feature this record. We're trying to headline as much stuff as we can. Smaller venue stuff. Um, for a guy like me right now, it's kind of what we're doing. Okay. Theater stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I we're always opening for somebody, you know, here and there. Jumping in, popping in. Uh, no tours yet with somebody. Um, but, you know, we're hanging in there. We're, we're, we're happy. We're, we're staying busy, kind of headlining in a smaller level yeah. on our end. Um, so... And we got some plans for, to do that for 2022. So we got some big stuff already brewed, and uh, it's looking to be a good year. All right, so. that's awesome. So, Kat, you got time for one more question. Make it quick, though. Um, and do you have any plans for TV or um, film, anything like that? Because, um, you know, there's a lot of movies that incorporate cowboy-type um, well, it's crazy. Yes, yeah. I've been working on a film. Uh, oh. uh, it's my first acting job. So, we've been working over this last summer actually on a new movie called Cottonwood. Um, so there is a little bit of time for some stuff like that. We are uh, currently actually the 
the host for tonight's show is one of my co-stars in the movie. So it's going to be kind of, we haven't really got together in about a month. So it's going to be good to see like the cast there. They're all coming out to the show. Um, we, we all took a break uh, for a couple months because we're all so busy with touring right now. And she's my co-star. She's got a bunch of stuff in L- LA she's doing th- this month. So we're putting off filming until February of 22. Um, so it, it's, it's an independent film, but we're, we're going to kind of span it. And when it's kind of like on our time, but it's been fun so far. We've filmed some cool, some cool scenes and at the rodeos here in California, we utilize it's all live live filming. So it's kind of kind of tricky for especially for a guy like me who's a, kind of a fresh actor. So, hmm. um, but I, I don't know. But you have that look. You know, you're very photogenic <laughs> in the in the photos. So I thought um, you know, this is a good match as well. So. <laughs> Well, it's just kind of one of those things that fell in place, uh, and obviously the part is revolves around a country singer, and you know that's that's me. I've already had that that part, and then right. also a rodeo, the, the kids a, a rodeo bull rider as well. So it's like rides bulls during the day, uh, also plays guitar, and with a band at night. So it kind of goes back to my motocross being a singer kind of deal. So I can kind of relate to that, and it's kind of one of those things that just kind of fell into place. So um, we we got big hopes for it, you know. We'll see, but we're right now we're having fun filming it, and uh, you know the cast we have on it's really cool, and and uh, uh, so it's just been a, been a fun to get into that world. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we're we're gonna it'd be fun to see some of the crew we haven't seen in a month tonight all at the show, and that's awesome. So that's looking awesome. forward to it. But that. Thing. That is one extra thing that we're, we're kind of working on right now, and and uh, so yeah, doing a little bit of that. So who knows where that might well, end I'm up? Glad, I'm glad to see you that know. you're keeping busy. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you heard it first on backstory <laughs> session. You see when that comes out. <laughs> <You> did. <laughs> Got an album coming out, yep. and gonna be doing some uh, shows, and got a movie and all that. So that's awesome. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, yeah. and uh, we're going to wind this down only because I know you have other things that you probably need to get, to, get done. <laughs> hey. Uh, man, it's been great. I really appreciate you guys having me, and uh, great questions, and, and it was a lot of fun talking with you guys, and it's sharing a little bit some stories that not All everyone's right. heard, so uh, pretty cool, man. Um Looking forward. Maybe oh, yeah, any, on another time we will, uh, you know, maybe when, uh, you know, when you get farther into the movie thing, or you know, maybe we'll do a uh, like the um, where are they now kind of thing later this year and uh, or later next year. Yeah, just reach out to us anytime that you have something yeah. like that. Well, all right, update. thanks again, Buck. We appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. <laughs>